A lot of times, Matt, people won't pay for care because they are worried about it, right? Most mm -hmm. of these people came through the Great Depression and they're worried about what little bit of money they do have, their nest egg, right? right? So they're going to not pay for care until they absolutely have to, sure. right? Or they're not going to move into a safe environment until they absolutely have to. Hey, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, and this is the Serving Senior Podcast. And this is the podcast where we highlight those individuals and businesses that are helping seniors have that type of retirement that we all dream about and serving them at such a high level. And we have another guest just like that. We have Miss Suzette Graham, and she's with Patriot Angels, and she's the CEO and founder. They serve veterans at a high level, and she's going to share with us why she does it and what they do. So Suzette, how are you doing today? I'm good, Matt. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, yeah, thanks for being here. And thank you for um, pushing through. It shows how important this is to you. I uh, know you're not feeling that great and sick, but you still you still have that smile that I've always heard about. <laughs> I'm just trying to uh, keep this cold away. So Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. I know we work with um, in networking quite a bit with some members of your team and they spoke highly of you and spoke highly of your business. So I'm glad to highlight you here. Thank you, Shelly and Teresa. They're great. Um, I pay them a lot to say that. So there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, they, uh, they've shared a little bit of, of the mission of the business, but maybe if you could uh, back up and share maybe some background on you, you know, where you're sure. from, what you did before, how'd you even get into this and, and what's the main ideas of the business? Sure. So I was raised in Alaska, as I was okay. telling you before the recording. Yeah. Um, I, when we moved to Alaska, there was no feeding programs or anything like that. So my mother started the first feeding program and we would go to the grocery store twice a week, pick up the day old bread and donuts and things that they were, you know, back then they threw them all away. And uh, we would pick them up by cases and take them to sides of town where kids needed food and people okay. needed, you know, additional uh, resources. And so we would go and they would run out to the car and families would just take whatever they wanted. And we did that twice a week until she actually got uh, Vita's uh, pantry up and running her own pantry. So um, I started that at a very young age with my mom and then she started feeding foster children. So then I became the head of the foster program in Alaska. Um, I uh, became the president of that and then helping uh, children get out of foster care and into permanent homes okay. and adopted two foster children from Alaska. And then we moved to a lot to uh, Tennessee and I started helping homeowners that were in foreclosure, Matt, during the uh, eight and nine. And uh, then when the market went really soft, I went, okay, well, what am I going to do now? Right. And so I went to work for this company, helping veterans and widows, only to find out it was a company that was actually selling annuities. They were just trying mm. to find out which money the client had so they could sell them an annuity, lock their money up, and then right. they weren't getting benefits. So um, it just so happens that the COO of Brookdale Senior Living had stopped by and left his card. And so I called him and I said, hey, could I come have a meeting? And he said, sure. And I went and met with him and I said, you know, you're letting people in the communities and they're doing these seminars, which is awesome, telling people about VA benefits. But the end game, obviously, is to find out how much money they have. And uh, so they said, well, of course, we didn't know that. Right. And so they said, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, I'm looking for a job. <laughs> and so um, he said, come back tomorrow. 
I went back the next day and I thought I was going for an interview and I went back the next day and I met with him and the president and the head of sales. And they said, Suzette, if you'll start a company helping veterans um, and that's all you do, we don't do anything financial, um, then we will refer to you. And I went, well, I didn't go there to start a company, but what an opportunity, right? So I went home and I set up a desk in the corner of my bonus room. Okay. And I set up a, a, a phone with a magic jack, have one here to remind me. Oh Remember gosh. you plug that into yeah. your computer and your phone in. And that's what I had for a resource, for a phone resource. And I just started calling communities going, I am your VA, uh, your new VA liaison and uh, here to tell you about VA benefits and how we can help. And so my phone started ringing. And so um, I immediately had to set up another desk in another corner of my bonus room. And I got my daughter who was in the living room. (laughs) And I said, come in here and answer the phone and ask these questions on this sheet. And then as uh, we started getting more and more, I called my son and I said, hey, I need like an Excel spreadsheet or some way to track all these people. And so he came in, we set him up a desk in another corner. And of course, now we have our own CRM system and all kinds, you know, Mm. we use Salesforce and another CRM. And uh, then I added, I tell people that I added my next daughter and she helped me call clients back and get documents. And, and uh, so I tell people I ran out of corners before children because I have five children. And so I had to get a bigger space. And so that's kind of how we got started. So cool. It was uh, a tough in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like any new business, uh, we uh, it was tough in the beginning, but now we are 130 plus employees and 11 years old and uh, almost 20,000 approvals uh, across the country. And we do this nationwide. We help veterans and widows get their aid and attendance benefit. It's a benefit that they've earned if they served in the military and uh, it helps them pay for senior care. So it's been just a great mission uh, for us. Uh, It's a labor of love. We absolutely love our clients. Um, Today, got an email uh, from one of my employees, a 98-year-old veteran just got approved and he was so excited. Um, So yeah, so we love what we do. So that's fantastic. Now, is that a, uh, is that a record close to the oldest? No, no, over a okay. hundred. We've had 103, I think and 104 year olds get the benefit. Yeah. Wow. So. That's a fantastic story that, that shows a lot about, about you, right? It wasn't it's veterans and in, in this situation is great, but it also shows that you're a self-starter. You're just there to help people. This just happens to be your vehicle because you've sound like you've done it your whole life. So con- congrats to you. I believe if you help others get what they want, you're going to get what you want. Mm-hmm. So it's been just a great um, avenue for, yeah. and my children are all involved here. Um, so they are part of my employees. Okay. Still. That's fantastic. Now I'm, I'm seeing a trend here because I actually, um, either the episode before or previous episode, we had the uh, CEO of Williamson, um, sorry, Murray Williamson Habitat for Humanity. Okay. She is the uh, the CEO, Miss Kim Randall. And what I see here is a uh, similarity is that she grew up in Alaska. And we don't oh, hear really? that very much around okay. here. Yeah, so right. there's something in the water about helping people and becoming the CEO of an organization. So, uh, you know, in Alaska, and it's, there's a lot of truth to that because in Alaska, 
even if you don't like your next door neighbor, you have to get along with them mm -hmm. because you're going to need them at some point to get pushed out of a snowbank. You might need firewood. You might need to go because your power's out. I mean, you have to help each other. And up there, when I first moved to Tennessee, I thought all these people that hire people to paint their houses, who does that? <laughs> or who hires people to mow their lawn, right? Mm -hmm. um, up there, you do it. You, your tire goes flat, you go change it. Your, oh. you know, I mean, and so my husband at the time worked week on week off. So I was a single mom half the time. So I had to do it. So of course, now I have to be honest and tell you, I have my, mo my lawn mode. <laughs> I, if I need painting, I hire it done. Um, it was, didn't take me long to um, get soft, but in Alaska, it, you have to depend on you. So that's pretty cool. Well, there yeah. is, there is that phrase they like to, especially the Titans. They had that phrase called Tennessee tough. So you're you're saying it's Tennessee soft compared to Alaska. <laughs> huh? Alaska is tough. It's Alaska's it's a tough. tough place to live. Gotcha. But, yeah. Well, uh, thanks. Thanks again for the background. Maybe give um, a couple examples just so as people are listening, whether they're in the senior space or maybe they have a family member that is a, a senior, or maybe they are a veteran or maybe they were married to a veteran. Could you give some examples of the type of clients you do help and what people sure. should look for to see if they would be a good candidate for you guys to help? hundred percent. We do a thing called pension with an upgrade of aid and attendance. Okay. What that means is, is a veteran over the age of 65 or hundred percent disabled, meaning they can't work. Um, they could be eligible for this benefit. And I always say could, because we right. have to look at a lot of different things. Um, but if they're over 65, they serve 90 days of active duty time okay. or were medically discharged before 90 days, but 90 days active duty one of those days has to be during a declared war time. So okay. um, we're still dealing with widows from World War II. We have, of course, Korea widows and Korean veterans. And then we have a whole lot of Vietnam coming in right now. Uh, there's actually over 6 million Vietnam veterans right now over the age of 65. And if you count um, the widows, there's about 9 million of those right now. And then, of course, we're now going into the Persian Gulf and so we are, um, the, the veterans have to have served at least one day during wartime with an honorable discharge. Then the next step is they need to be getting some care. So whether it be cognitive care, so a protective environment, right? Or they need to be getting um, in-home care, like step, stand by for bathing or dressing or transferring, somebody helping feed them, toileting or ambulating. Those are the six ADLs and they have to be getting two of those. Okay. Um, so either it's protective environment or ADLs. So they need to be getting two of those. So paying for care, like paying for in-home care or paying for senior care. Then the VA allows them to have an asset limit of $155,000. Okay. Um, but a lot of people don't know that um, there are things that we take a look at to see, are they eligible or can they be eligible? They can also have a home um, on two acres or less. Anything over two acres, the land gets added to their asset uh, okay. limitation. So there's a lot of things that we can look at. There's also um, like during uh, Vietnam from 55 to 64, if they were boots on ground or if they were, because that's not considered a wartime, 
But if they were boots on ground or within 12 nautical miles on a ship, they're still eligible uh, for service time. So there's a lot of variations that we look at. And we tell people, if you're a veteran, if you serve 90 days uh, or were medically discharged prior to 90 days, just call us and let okay. us see if you might be a good candidate for this. The okay. benefit is astounding though, okay. Matt. So the amount that a, a surviving spouse gets is $1,478 a month. Every month goes straight to their bank account for them to pay rent or pay for care wherever they're at. And it's non-taxable. Okay. But for a veteran, it's $2,300 for a single veteran. For a veteran with a dependent or married veteran, uh, is $2,727 every single month. And for the occasional veteran that's married to a, vet to a veteran, it's $3,649 a month every month. And that goes up every year with Social Security. So okay. once they're in, they're in. Um, but wow, much like a home loan, paperwork, yeah extensive sure it's difficult you have to know which boxes to check which dots which i's to dot and t's to cross and so that's where we come in we make wow. sure that are they a good candidate we gather documents with the client that we have to prove to the va because we're proving a story right? right and then we make the application and then we submit it to the va through our very own portal that goes straight to the VA. Okay. And then we're able to track it with the VA and just watch where it's at. On average, uh, clients that are trying it on their own, it's about 13 months to approval and ours is 90 days on average. So Holy cow. Yeah. So you save them basically 10 months, it sounds like. And that's if they get approved. If Last they get year, approved. Yeah. So there's over 14,000 VA accredited agents across the country. Okay. We're one. We're one of 14,000. And last year, we did 16.4% of all the approvals across the nation. So this year, we're anxious as the year winds down to find out what our numbers are for this year uh, as far as percentages go. Okay. So, that's yeah. all. Can you repeat that again? There was how many how many approvals total and you did 16% of we them? We did 16.4% of all the approvals across the nation last year. Patriot Angels did. Oh. There's 14,000 agents that are submitting claims. 14, okay. Patriot Angels is just one. Um, so that says if you take everybody else out, they have about a 14% or if you take us out, excuse me, they have about a 14% chance of getting approved. Oh, so. yeah. That's yeah, great. we're real proud of our numbers. Good, that's fantastic. And I did a little math. So if the average award was just twenty five hundred dollars a month, if you divide that, let's say in home care is costing thirty thirty five dollars an hour, that means that they would be eligible for about seven, close to seventy plus hours, seventy plus hours of care. So that would be set over seventy hours just with what you guys do. That they could have someone there helping them taking care of them, making sure they don't get hurt, making sure they don't fall and have a better quality of life. A lot of times, Matt, people won't pay for care because they are worried about it, right? Most mm -hmm. of these people came through the Great Depression and they're worried about what little bit of money they do have, their nest egg, right? right? So they're going to not pay for care until they absolutely have to, sure. right? Or they're not going to move into a safe environment until they absolutely have to. Um, and so it's like this allows them to get that additional help early, right? Yep. Mom does need somebody there while she's in the bath. 
you know, so let's get her somebody in there. Mm. Um, you know, mom does need help with just protective environment because she's leaving her stove on. So we need somebody there, you know, to cook her meals, That's those awesome. kind of things. Yep. Yep. That is awesome. So that, that would be 70 hours a month. They could have somebody there taking care of them, keep them from falling keeping them yeah. from open, keeping them from having issues. Wow. Right. That's, that's really awesome. Could you, um, maybe for someone that's trying to think through it, do you have, uh, a concrete example or two of maybe someone that came in was having challenges. Maybe you heard from your team, you guys had a, had a difficult situation, but you were able to get them through and how it changed their situation. We've had, um, stories are unreal that we get to hear. Right. But uh, one specific story that always comes back to me is that there was this little veteran and his wife was in a community and he was getting in-home care, but he was still driving mm. to see her every day. And um, so he called me after, or he sent us a card after he finally got approved. And uh, he said, I just want you to know that before this, I was only eating every third day because I wanted to make sure that there was enough money for my wife. Mm. Uh, and he said, uh, but now I can eat every day. And, you know, that breaks your heart because our veterans shouldn't have to be going through that. Right. They just shouldn't have to be going through that. Um, and I was telling you before this today, we had an email from a daughter, a 98 year old veteran got approved and he was so excited. He, she said he was crying and laughing and just so happy because now he's not worried about, you know, paying for his own care. A lot of our veterans, um, they don't want a handout, right? Mm -hmm. They want a handout. And so um, being able to let them feel that they're doing it on their own and not having to depend on their children to take care of it um, is such a a huge relief to them. And so for to get the in-home care uh, so that they can come in, it's allowing, it takes the stress off the family. Kids aren't having to worry about mom and dad so much all the time, you know, and this pays for that care. Wow. That's great. And it, and it sounds like it does possibly two things. So it allows the kids to either one, not have the financial strain of paying for care. So that that's one stress, or it allows them to get rid of the stress of caring for mom or dad on top of their job. Um, so either that's way, you're leaving a lot of stress yeah. off people. Yeah, that's whole a family. huge one. Yeah. Families, all that. I just got the phone with a gentleman in, in Florida that, you know, he, his, his wife's parents, they're paying every single month and they're like, we just were out of money. We didn't terrible to say, but never dreamed they'd live to be 95 years old, you know? And so, uh, which is awesome, but how, how do you pay for that? And so this was set up. This was set up for veterans and widows. This is theirs. Every every year during budget time, it's earmarked and it's sent to the VA's budget. But if it's not used by the veterans and widows, it goes to somewhere different in their budget. Well, I think veterans and widows deserve to have this. Mm -hmm. They earned it. It's part of their pension. Uh, they should get it. Yeah, that's great. Um, Susan, I was going to ask, how do uh, a lot of people are probably thinking, I've never heard of this before. You know, my grandpa, my dad's a veteran. They've never heard of this yeah. before. So I guess, how do people find you? And then what is the process like once they engage with you and your team? 
Sure. They can look us up, um, patriotangels.com. Okay. Um, and you can even watch our ticker and it shows every time we get an approval, it ticks through okay, on our website. Nice. It's really fun. Um, or they can call our 800 number, 844-757-3047. Okay. You'll get Frontline. You'll get Christmas. Um, she will answer the phone and she'll say yes, just like the holiday, because oh. everybody asks her. Uh, that is my daughter. Oh, wow. And then um, she will. she's on the front line. She'll send you to our intake team. Our intake team will ask the questions to see, are you a good candidate? If you're not a good candidate, we're going to tell you. You know, unfortunately, you didn't serve during the right time or, you know, you divorced the veteran or and there is a remarriage time that's allowed. So we always check that, too. But, um, you know, so we're going to tell them, unfortunately, you're not a good candidate or you are a good candidate. Um, and then we move forward to a benefit advisor and that benefit advisor goes deeper into the pension with them and how we go about doing this. Um, there is a fee to use our service, just so you know, and I don't want that to ever be a guess or a surprise. Um, we are $12.95 for a long-term care assessment. Okay. Uh, it's an hour with our legal team. And then you get a 16-page assessment on your situation and all the things that you were eligible for or could be eligible for. After the assessment, then you decide, do you want us to move forward to do the application for you? And uh, of course, most of them do. And then that's when we move forward to assist them at the application side at no additional fee. Okay. So um, that's that's our service. Gotcha. Makes sense. You know, we work on the mortgage side. We know it's there's no guarantee that it's going to finalize. It's going to quote unquote close. I guess right. what what are what percentage of the time once it goes through does it finalize and they get the the benefits? What's your guess? It's almost 100%, 99.8. Um, if, if the client passes, um, obviously there's nothing we can do if the application hasn't already been submitted. Uh, but if, as long as, as long as with full disclosure, so we tell people that with full disclosure, if you forget to tell us mom has $150,000 IRA, you know, then the VA is going to check with the IRS and go, wait a minute, you didn't tell oh, us, okay. right? Yeah. So with full disclosure, we'll, we know how to do this. Okay. So. Makes sense. Wow. That's a great, that's a great process. Um, I, I know our mortgage percentage of closings are quite high, but not 99.9. .9, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Have you had, I'm sure you've had situations where things come up in the past. The good news is if they find $150,000 IRA, they don't need the benefit, right? Yeah. We, we had uh, one family that said, okay, we found $4,000 worth of series E bonds in mom's top drawer. Uh, but that one never, we didn't even move forward to apply for that one. Um, but you know, they do, uh, on occasion come back and go the VA, because what the VA does is they check with the IRS. You know, if you yeah. have a, you have a lien against you, a VA, it, if you're foreclosed on a VA loan, mm. then you'll get approved, but they're going to keep their money until they're paid back. Right. Um, if you have a tax lien from the IRS, um, you're, they're going to get paid back before you start getting your pension. So, and sometimes the VA does partials, but uh, where they'll give you part of your benefit and part of it back on your, on the lien, but um, they're going to get their money back first. So. Gotcha. That's great. Well, I, um, I just had, it's fun, funny, we're talking about veterans yet. So um, I spoke with uh, Rosie, she's in the senior services network and my son had to do a community service project. 
So right. we came up with uh, reading books to seniors and she oh, found cool. a, uh, a veteran in Hendersonville, oh, cool. uh, Mr. Taylor. So he was able to read Mr. Taylor a book and gave um she presented him a commemorative coin that coin that he was able to give to Mr. Taylor. Sure. So he had to stand in front of his uh, class and his project was called Visiting with a Veteran and was able to talk about his time. Oh, that's awesome. With, with Mr. Taylor and the 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 thing that made me think of that would be was that so I walked through there and no one even said hi to me but he was like a, a famous like a superhero or something cuz they were all he had uh he was he was hanging out with Mr. Taylor and next thing you know he had a lady kissing on kissing on his back and giving him a uh -huh. hug. And um so my my thought is at some point there's got to be some way we could start a program called visiting with a veteran where little where there kids, you go. Where kids read books to veterans and seniors because it's just um someone told me that uh I think it was Netherlands or a different country they actually put um they put like older folks homes right door right next door to nurseries because the interaction yeah. between the two helps both of them so there's got to be a way we can do that there are some senior living communities that are doing that now here in the u.s yeah uh, because of that i mean you know i mean nothing better than a little kid that's running around you know wanting to play and just brings new life you know so yeah. it, it's a great project and yeah so to see that happening yeah. there's actually a a low income senior living community in madison right okay. up not far from us and they are actually um there's adopt a veteran yeah. out of there where they're having because veterans are there needing just basics like toothbrushes and toothpaste and you know things like that so um there are those projects here as well mm, that's great that's great. Well, and I'm glad that we're chatting because that's that's where we, you know, you're helping on the financial side to help them afford care, help them afford um, different things that they need, and then right. that's where that's where we come in because some unfortunately sometimes this in home care may be more than the twenty five hundred or twenty six. They may need you know twenty four seven care. It sure. could be five six thousand a month. So what we do is teach them how to effectively, uh, ethically, and efficiently use their home equity to be able sure. to pay for some of the care. So we've had, we had a, a lady in Murfreesboro that um, she was working a job and social security at the same time. Unfortunately, the church um, didn't have the funding to keep her. That was about 1600 bucks a month. And then her social security was 1600. Well, next thing you know, her income was cut in half. Right. She was working between McDonald's and she was working between Publix at 72 years old. Um, wow. but she had a $300,000 home that mom and dad left her paid off. Wow. We, we were able to give her $50,000, um, cash at closing. And then 50,000 a year later, where she had basically had about four years of the side job income where now she's right. able to enjoy her retirement, uh, and not have to worry about going to work at McDonald's right. or Publix. Right. So there's, there's yeah. lots of, lots of those, there's lots of different strategies out there. And that's why I love bringing people like you on here because not everyone knows that there's ways to serve oh. these seniors like this. Right. And very, very few, even veterans even know about this pension. I was on a plane with a gentleman that had just got out of 20 years in the military and they had, he'd just done his on offboarding. Okay. And he said, what are you talking about? We've, I've never even heard of this. Um, and then I have another, a two-star general that um, had never heard of this until he went to West Point and they had a prayer group once a week at this West Point. And so one of the 
one of the um, students there had said, what about Patriot Angels? And so he called us and he'd been 30 something years in the military. And he goes, what are you talking about? This doesn't exist. And so we were able to get his father, who was a Korean Purple Heart Korean veteran, the benefit. And he's like, why does nobody know about this? You know, and, and those stories just go on and on and on. People working at the VA go, this doesn't exist. I had one the other day, a gentleman were helping his mom and he called his sister and his sister goes, I work for the VA. That doesn't, that's, and then she calls around and she calls him back. She goes, I've never heard of this. I can't believe that this is out there. And I even worked for the VA. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, that's just such a fantastic service that you guys, that you guys are doing. What, uh, maybe Suzette, what have you uncovered? Why do you believe that that's the case? Is it just no, nobody profits from it? Is it that it's just a really low down the totem pole because it deals with people and they're much older? I guess, what do you think the reason why it's not talked about more? I wish I knew that because it's such a needed pension for this age group. I think that maybe if they did hear about it when they're younger, they don't remember when they're older. Yeah. Um, if you do go and try to do it on your own, it is cumbersome. It's a lot of paperwork. It's difficult. Um, so I think that that's part of it. I do know in 2012, it hit really hard. And then um, people just, you know, I think it's taking cycles, right? It's not the new thing anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's not talked about as much, but it's such a huge benefit. I don't, you know, I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. Hmm. Well, um, as we wrap up, is there any, besides what you guys do, do, does you and your team have any other resources that you recommend to veterans, like websites or things that you share with people on top of what you guys do? We do. Um, there is, uh, like second act is a, um, they help do, um, if people need help with bridge financing while they're waiting, or if they need help long-term care insurance, okay. um, there's those kind of things out there. We mainly do VA benefits um, yeah. is our biggest thing, uh, but we do put things in our long-term care assessment just to let them know, hey, there are other resources out there. So, Yeah, that's great. Well, anything I should have asked you that I didn't ask you? No, I think we covered it all. I think that, you know, it's, um, I think we, we've got who it's for and, you know, what the minimum requirements are anyway. Um, and then just call and let's get started so we can help our veterans and widows. There is, um, let's say they came in today, okay. they would not get a start date until the first of the next month. So okay. that would be a January 1st start date. And while we're compiling the evidence, we submit it takes 90 days on act on average for the VA to approve these claims. But that first check is retro back to that first start date. So nice. uh, the biggest thing is to get the start date and then start compiling the evidence. Okay. So, yeah. Got it. Yeah, that's great. Well, one thing for sure, if you're watching out there and you have a daughter, you might ought to have her move to Alaska. There's something in the water up there. Uh -huh. Uh, there's something in the water, I guess, maybe in the snow, you could say in the snow. That's right. But that's that, right. that's so. great. Well, thank you for being here. And I said, thank you for watching the serving senior podcast, the podcast where we help seniors, not just get by, not just survive, but thrive in their retirement. Thanks again, Suzette. All right. Take thank care. you, man. I appreciate yeah. all your Bye. help. And thank you for letting me be on. You're welcome. 
Hey, this is Matt Helton with OneTrust Home Loans, home of Retirement Mortgage Solutions. And we really do appreciate you checking out the Serving Seniors podcast today. Now, please go to the description down in the body uh, of the podcast where you can subscribe to get future shows. Please click that notification button so you get notified when other shows drop. And also, if you can go to servingseniorspodcast.com, and we'd love to hear a comment about our show. We have a heart to serve seniors and we have a heart to make sure seniors don't just survive retirement, don't just get by in retirement. We want to show seniors how to thrive in retirement. So if you know of anyone that's 55 and older that could use some extra cash flow, maybe the retirement's not going the way that they like, our retirement mortgage solutions are designed for folks, depending on the state, they're either 55 or 62 and older, to make sure that they have that kind of retirement that they want, as long as they own a home and they're in a good equity position. There could be some solutions that they may not have thought about, or maybe they thought of and they just didn't know how they work. That's what we do. So anyone in that age group that could use some mortgage advice, my team and I would love to be able to help them. Thanks again and look forward to seeing you on the next show. Have a great day.